0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Lorena's Zayari, with me, Lorena Terrell. Today's episode is about weakness. And, you know, I'm going to start by just defining this concept. And we can say that it's the fact or state of not being strong or powerful or a particular part of quality of someone or something that is not good or effective in some aspects. And, you know, having a weakness doesn't mean that you have a complete lack of a particular strength. You, it just means that you tend to have less of that strength. Or it means that one aspect of yourself isn't as strong as your other strength. You can have, like, the soft skills. These are the skills that might not have been tough. But you develop nonetheless, you know, it can be such as communications and social skills, problem solving abilities and strategic skills, and others. You know, perceived weakness describes kind of a condition in where a person feels more effort than a normal is um, that normal is required to exert a given amount of force, but uh, actual muscle strength is normal. For example, chronic fatigue syndrome, and, you know, um, actually, I just take this from Wikipedia, but, whatever. Um, you know, everyone has weaknesses. It doesn't matter if it's in some subjects or School or if you struggle with your social skills is something completely normal and everyone has some weakness This keeps you from engaging in activities where you can Make much impact Maybe and you know sometimes that makes you lose some opportunities Or if you're a person that you are good in that it can give you an opportunity who knows? Weakness can hold us back and make us see ourselves in a way that is too vulnerable and weak. Most of the times, though, this is not who we truly are. And we can change a lot of things in our lives if we just believe in ourselves. And, you know, we can get better if we change that weakness. Maybe you're not your weakness. Let's say that is sport if you train you can be getting better with time and you know it's something that it can change for you usually and you know if you have a weakness in math if you work really hard you can get better but you know maybe it takes a lot more of effort if you was not having this uh, little troubles or if you was a little bit better right but you know Just reminding you that, you know, we can find weakness in everything and everyone has weakness. You know, addressing common stereotypes and sickness associated with weakness requires promoting and more nuanced and empathetic understanding of human capabilities and challenges. It's important to recognize that weakness is a subjective concept Concept that can be influenced by various factors such as physical, emotional, or societal conditions. You know, some of these common stereotypes and stigmas that are associated with weakness are kind of physical weakness. And, you know, one stereotype is that physical weakness equates to overall weakness as a person. However, Physical strength alone does not define one's worth or character. It's crucial to appreciate the diverse range of physical abilities and challenges that individuals might face due to various factors like illness, disabilities or injuries. Emphasizing empathy, inclusivity and focusing on individual strengths can help break this stereotype. Then we can also find emotional weakness. You know, society often stigmatizes vulnerability and emotions, equating them with weakness. This stigma can discourage people from seeking help, expressing their feelings or asking for support. And it's really, really, really important to promote emotional intelligence and create safe spaces for individuals to express their emotions without judgment. Acknowledging and validating emotional experiences fosters personal growth and resilience. Then we move to mental weakness. You know mental weakness you know it can be mental health challenges are you know that are often misunderstood and stigmatized and you know people might associate mental health issues with weakness or personal failure. These stereotypes often ignore the biological, psychological, and environmental factors that contribute to mental health conditions. Promoting mental health awareness, education, and open conversations can help combat the stigma, encourage help seeking behavior, and foster understanding and empathy. Then, we can find gendered weakness that are Stereotype of weakness can be gendered with certain traits associated with weakness being attributed to one gender more than the other For instance, traditional expectations might view sensitivity or empathy as weaknesses in men and you know It is not something that we should be avoiding like no no because it's true like Challenging these stereotypes involves promoting gender equality and, you know, acknowledging that strengths and weaknesses are not exclusive to any particular gender. Embracing a diverse range of qualities and breaking down rigid gender norms can create a more inclusive and equitable society. And it's something that we really need to get. Because I nowadays, there is still people that they think that, you know, men maybe cannot be weak or they must be strong physically, mentally and all of this. And it's okay to have this vulnerability sometimes. And, you know, everyone's weak. Everyone's weak. Even like we have something that makes us weak. Okay. And it's normal. It's completely fine. You know. Then, also, we can find weakness as a moral failing. You know, sometimes weakness is associated with moral shortcomings or personal failures. This perspective oversimplifies complex human experiences and disregards the multitude of factors that influence individual struggles. It's so important to recognize that everyone faces challenges and setbacks and it doesn't make them inherently weak or unworthy, you know, cultivating empathy and understanding and reframing reframing weakness as an opportunity to grow and resilience can help combat this stigma, you know, it's something that everyone can do, maybe you need that to put a little bit of effort, but with time, consistency, everything will be getting better, okay? If you want to change something. And you know, by challenging these stereotypes and these stigmas, we can create a more inclusive, compassionate, and supportive society that embraces the inner complexity of human experiences and recognizes the strengths in various uh, forms. You know, we can also find really harmful effects that you know, societal expectations has over-vulnerability and societal expectations or vulnerability can have several harmful effects on individuals and communities. You know, here are some of the key negative consequences that I've been reading and I've searched through the internet. The first one is the suppression of emotions. You know, societal expectations often dictates that individuals, specifically men, should suppress or downplay their emotions. This pressure to appear strong and unaffected can lead to emotional repression and denial. Bottling up emotions can have severe consequences on mental health. Causing stress, anxiety, and even contributing to the development of mood disorders. We need to learn how to open up with anyone. Like, not anyone, but with people that you trust. Because it's so bad. And, you know, also women can experience this. It doesn't matter, but men tend to be having this type of suppressions. Then, the second one that I found was the barriers to seeking help. And, you know, when vulnerability is stigmatized or seen as a sign of weakness, individuals might hesitate to seek help when they are really struggling or, you know, they're just struggling. This applies to both mental health issues and other life challenges. Fear of judgment or rejection can prevent people from reaching out to friends, family, or professional, exacerbating their difficulties and hiding their path to recovery. This might get ourselves far of the person that, you know, we want to become. Because let's say that you're having a hard time You want to really become a person that maybe is confident, that maybe has, you know, their insecurities don't affect them into their real life. Let's say you want to become the person, okay? Really simple. Okay, you need help, you don't know where to start. Maybe you should be going to a therapist or with any other professional. If you don't look for help, you're going to have a hard time. And not just in that aspect, but other aspects also, so, you know, it's a hard time, and, you know, not everyone has this easily to talk to someone about what is going on with them, and, you know, all of this. It's kind of hard, honestly. Then the third one that I found was the toxic masculinity that, you know, I think this is, like, right now is kind of really on the internet and I think everyone knows, or not everyone, but most of the people have an idea of what this is. Then, you know, it's basically traditional notions of masculinity, often discourage vulnerability and emotional expression. This promotes stoicism and thoughtness as some desirable traits. This can lead to a toxic environment where men feel a pressure to conform to rigid gender norms, resulting in emotional isolation, difficulty forming meaningful connection, and an increased risk of mental health problems such as depression and substance abuse. Then. The fourth one is relationship difficulties. This is due to societal expectations surrounding vulnerability that you know can create obstacles in building healthy and intimate relationships. When vulnerabilities view negatively some individuals might struggle to open up share their emotions or ask for some support for from their partners this can impede effective communication trust building and emotional intimacy within relationships this is one of the biggest ones i in my opinion because it can really make you feel so bad sometimes if you you don't have like this um, problem, you'll be thinking, okay, everything will be easy. In fact, yeah. And, you know, it's kind of hard. I've seen, like, people having this type of problems, and it's really hard to have those. I mean, it's really bad when you view vulnerability as bad, and You know, I think it's something beautiful when you have the ability to talk and to open up about something that you're feeling or, you know, something relative with somebody else. And, you know, this makes you feel that this person trusts you and, you know, that they trust you and that's why they are telling you that. And... You know, it's something that I really appreciate because I feel like, oh, this person trusts me, you know, it's like we just open up with someone for you so we don't meet someone and just start telling you your problems. you know, it's like, it's just like, you know, but I think it's like a really important part of being, building this confidence. And trust in a relationships, in any kind of, you know, relationships. So, you know. Then we move to shame, shame and self-judgment, you know. And when vulnerability is stigmatized, some people might internalize the belief that being vulnerable is a flaw or a personal failing. This can lead to feelings of shame, self-judgment, and a negative self-image. The fear of being perceived as weak or inadequate can erode self-esteem and prevent individuals from embracing their authentic selves. And, you know, it is kind of sad, I guess, not being... Your real self. It's like. What's the point. Of. You know. Not being your real self. But. Whatever. I understand that. This is caused because of. This fear of being judged. Or basically that you're being just. too judge it with yourself. Right. And maybe you're just insecure. And in all of this. So. You know. (laughs) And then lastly, um, we have ineffective coping mechanisms. You know, if vulnerability is discouraged, individuals might resort to unhealthy coping mechanisms such as substance abuse or aggression to mask their emotions and avoid appearing vulnerable. These maladaptive strategies can further perpetuate cycles of harm and create additional challenge challenges for um, you know individuals both personally and in their relationships. You know it's important to challenge societal expectations that hide vulnerability and promote a more compassionate and supportive culture. And creating open dialogue, promoting emotional intelligence and normalizing help-seeking behavior are crucial steps toward creating a society that evaluates and supports vulnerability love as a as an essential aspect of human experiences. And now I want to share, like, some stories. I mean, I just invent them, but it's okay. You know, so we're gonna... I mean, I just invented everything, there's no real names, no nothing, okay? Okay, so... Some of... a couple of personal stories, examples, or whatever you wanna call it... Um, the challenge societal perceptions are... You know, the first one over communist stereotypes, let's say that someone named Sarah grew up in a conservative community where women were expected to adhere to traditional gender roles. However, Zara had a passion for science and dream of becoming an engineer. Despite facing, critici- facing uh, criticism and discouragement men from others, she pursued her dreams relentlessly. Throughout hard work, determination, and breaking societal barriers, Sarah became a successful designer. Her story challenges stereotypes that women are not suited for S-T-A-M fields and showcases the power of defying societal expectations to pursue one's patience. Then the second one is about redefining masculinity. So, Alex grew up in an environment that enforced the strict norms of masculinity, which included suppressing emotions and never asking for help. As he navigated throughout various challenges, Alex realized the importance of vulnerability and seeking support. He challenged He challenged societal perceptions by openly discussing his struggles, embracing vulnerability, and actively seeking help when needed. By doing so, he not only experienced personal growth, but also inspired other men to break free from the confines of traditional masculinity, a prioritized mental health and emotional well-being. And the last one. Embracing non-traditional career path. Let's say that James was expected to follow a traditional career path in medicine, just like his family members. However, he discovered his true passion for art and creative writing. Despite facing skepticism and doubts from his loved ones, James chose to pursue his passion. He embraced the uncertainty and challenges that came with pursuing a non-traditional career path. Over time, he became a successful artist and writer, writer providing that one can fi- find fulfillment and success by following their true calling, even if it deviates from societal expectations. This is personal stories, or these examples, I would say, Um illustrate individuals who challenge societal perceptions and stereotypes by embracing their authentic selves, pursuing their passions and overcoming societal barriers. They serve as reminders that we have the power to define societal, define, uh, societal expectations and define our own paths, leading to personal fulfillment and breaking down societal barriers for future generations. You know, societal expectations on vulnerability can have severe harmful effects on individuals and communities. And you know, some of them of these negative consequences are such as suppression of emotions, as I said, barriers to second help, toxic masculinity, relationship difficulties, shame of self judgment, ineffective coping mechanisms. As I said before, and you know, I think I'm going to be living this part of this episode in here because I don't want to make it really extend, so extend because, you know, we already have 24 minutes, so we're going to just live it in here. Thank you so much for Turning in, and and, you know we're done with today's episode with one part I really hope you enjoy it and you know just remember to share this episode with everybody, you can follow me on my twitter account, excuse me the twitter account of this podcast, Lorena's Diary for more, have a gorgeous day and we'll see each other in the next part, see you